I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Chris, let's tell everyone about our brand new sponsor. Yes, new sponsor alert. Egg Fried, brand new clothing brand from our very own home county of Essex. If you're into street art, comic books, kind of alternative lifestyle, kind of gigs, watching cool films, crazy art, throwing a kind of little bit of Asian culture and a kind of slightly warped sense of humour, and then you kind of get where they're going with egg fried, right? What do they make? They make punchy graphic tees, hoodies, sweatshirts, wicked art prints, as well as a denim range that's handmade in-house, which I think is really cool because it supports that slow fashion movement. It's domestically made stuff and it lasts a long time and that's really where we're going now. We shouldn't be buying a load of throwaway stuff. Absolutely. And they're supporting your wallets as well. And let me tell you how they're doing that. If you go over to eggfried.com, Go and buy some of their amazing garments, throw them in your uh, basket. Before you check out, they have given you lovely listeners an exclusive 10% discount code. And that discount code is EGGSALAD, E-W-G-S-A-L-A-D. Put that in to save yourself 10%. And, and if you're not even up for spending money on yourselves, who else can they spend their money on, Chris? They have a kids range called Small Fried. Very cute, very cool, and that's also available at eggfried.com official sponsors of Hardcore Listing welcome everybody (laughs) (laughs) welcome to Hardcore Listing uh, with uh, Christopher Glasson and my um, sexy friend over there Uh, Stuart Roy Whiffin hello how are you Christopher Glasson I'm alright I'm 40 40 years of age 40 years of age well I'll, I'll, I'll nobody ask. told me. Can I just say, nobody told me that you grew a third bollock as soon as you turned yeah, 40. Yeah, It's wicked. It's really know. good. It's yeah. quite swollen, yeah? Yes, oh, yeah. yeah you having swollen. trouble urinating? Yeah. 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 And and, I ble- and I'm, I'm bleeding when I um, pass you yeah. as well. Is that... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's just, it's just it's, it's hitting 40, mate. Like, but oh, um, okay. Let's have a chat when I press stop. Because we need to um, go through a few things that um, we need to do quite quickly. <laughs> this is going to be a very quick episode, Chris. Then we've uh, 
<laughs> I can't pick. Got to get you some medical attention. <laughs> we need to sort this out quite quickly. Um, well, look, I'll tell you what we should say now, that if you want to hear all about getting old, um, that will be this uh, this Wednesday's Patreon episode. You will get to hear us do mm. top five things um, about getting old. Uh, so we'll, we'll really delve into, uh, you know, being in our 40s. And, uh, but, but before we, we, we do start, um, how, how was your 40th, Chris? Incredible, mate. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, my wonderful girlfriend took me to a secret trip um, to a treehouse in Kent. Um, and that was really cool. Was Did like you have to build it? Uh, yeah, that basically took up most of the uh, weekend, yeah. to be honest with you. And then we had to go yeah. on. Someone's um, gonna someone's gonna reap the benefits of that though, mate. It's a very selfless yeah, exactly. birthday. Yeah, no, Molly got paid as oh, well. Right, so brilliant. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it's wicked. There's a bloody jacuzzi at the front of the uh, treehouse. It was like you could look up into the sky and, and the stars of the night and uh I didn't block this jacuzzi this time around. I was very careful. I remember the last time when uh, it got blocked with chocolate and the guy didn't believe it was chocolate. None, none of that happened yeah. this time around. No, so it was all good. Wonderful. It was wonderful. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much. Good, good, good. Um, well, Shall we thank our sponsors quickly? Yes, let's do that. Um, I'm going to start. Um, Luke Van Boom. What a lovely man. What a lovely He's man. Um, Top bloke. Spoke to him this week. Uh, he's, gone, he's given up his time um, to, to, to come and um, film uh, Stuart Roberts from Haircuts for Homeless. Um, and oh, my friend George, he's going to donate some... Some umbrellas and masks and some kind of um, care bags to uh, to the homeless. And I said, like, um, should we kind of document that for for George's business as well, and uh, and get some coverage for for what Stuart Roberts does uh, for haircuts for mm. homeless? And Luke went, yep, brilliant. And uh, yeah, so he's he's going to come down and film that. So he's a good lad. He's Luke. I like him. Cool. Charles, on the other hand, mate, from LoveBeer.co.uk. Waste of space, yeah. mate. Waste of space. Waste of he could be doing something worthwhile. What's he doing? Messing around with with, with trucks. He's doing all the things that you can't He's do. He's doing everything I can't do, and I'm very jealous of that. Yeah, he is. He's creating something special with a, a Land Rover. I can't wait to see uh, the, the finished result. And, um, yeah, and, and hopefully at some point when this is all over, we can get together for a beer with Charles because it's been way too long. Not with you, mm. but with Charles. Yeah. Um, yeah, lovebeer.co.uk, love-beer.co.uk. And then our, our newest, shiniest sponsor, Egg Fry. Yes, got a little cap arrived in the post from Egg Fry this week. Mm. Um, yeah, so um, much love to uh, the guys at Egg Fry. If you've not checked out their clothing yet, go and do so, eggfried.com. And uh, yeah. discount code Christopher Glasson. Egg salad. Get yourself 10% off. Go and have a look. Go and check out some wicked skateboard wear, some handmade denim. Absolutely. Can't go wrong with that, mate. Can't go wrong. And uh, I guess we should put a shout out to our wonderful uh, producer, Simpsons. Yes. Who recently won a hip-hop produced beat-making competition as well. So congratulations to 76 for being such a talented fuck. Nice work. Um, nice work. <clears throat> Big shout-out to Lewis Recordings. Lewis Recordings uh, oh uh, have been absolutely wonderful and released um, uh, a vinyl album of Chris and I yeah. doing the top five uh, with DJ Yoda, uh, <clears throat> with accompanying action toy made by legendary artist Riker. Um, some mm-hmm. of you have messaged saying that they've sold out at Rough Trade or they've sold out at, um, a banquet. at Banquet. Um, they've probably been restocked, so go and have a look. If not, go to Yoda's Bandcamp, 
or go to Lewis Recordings Bandcamp and we guarantee there'll be ones there. And they're all signed because we, we felt like rock stars, didn't we, at the live show? We had to stand there with, with Sharpies and sign all the records. So they're all signed. Oh, um, for what it's worth, we, I mean, we've basically just defaced them, Chris and, and, and I, but you do get a nice signature of DJ Yoda. Which... Yeah, yeah, one of them's got Craig written on it. And I think I drew a picture draw a little dinkle on that one as well. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's also a picture. That, that's a lovely record. Comes on clear vinyl. And there's also um, a picture disc version as well. Uh, it's yeah. so cool. Just go and, yeah, go and have a look. And that's that's out now. And I don't know how many's left, but um, we know they... It's only 20 quid. 20 quid. Ain't that expensive? 20 quid. For, uh, Not bad And when all. you see the artwork by Robin, it's amazing. It's like, yeah, yeah it's a kind of pastiche of a legendary sort of hip-hop uh, record sleeve by Africa Bambata, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, when you when you see it, you'll love it. So uh, yeah, go and support independent label Lewis Recordings, and by doing so, you will also be supporting our oh, listening podcast. Go and find yourself a little treat. And talking about finding yourself a little treat, top five things you've ever found, chosen by our wonderful listener jess reed jessica reed picked this one hello jess thank, thank you very, very much, much jess jessica. um top five things you've found okay i like this do you want to go first do you want me to go first uh, a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Watch, I'm pinning on this one. Go on, then. Uh, is, it, is it your willy when you found it behind your pubes? <laughs> So I've just I've gone to get my like, notes on this one, and there's a message from you. Should we double up? What are you talking about? Oh no, not on a girl. All oh, right, Jesus Christ! On recording podcasts next week with guests. Okay, it's exciting. Um, okay, number five, uh, a dog. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I, we we used to go out on the piss um, in. In Allsit, near where I live, there's a big hospital. Mm. Well, there's very little of it left now. Um, fucking Tories. And, uh, and, and yeah, so uh, there's very little of it left. But uh, at its peak, there was also um, a nurse's kind of quarters where all the nurses lived. Mm. Yeah. And there was also a social club within that complex. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mate's mum was a nurse there. And so we all managed to, like, get membership to this social club which was just full yeah. of nurses. So as like a 19, 20-year-old, that's a good place to hang out. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Like, Incredible. Uh, so we'd all go and hang out in a social club. 
literally probably like one pound fifty a beer and 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 full of oh, and full wow. of young nurses. Um, so it was a really cool place to hang out. You know, we'd sit yeah. there and we'd learn, you know, all sorts of like medical tips and practices yeah. and uh, yeah. and yeah and and. Oh, really? But. So I got really pissed one night in there. I got really pissed in there a lot, actually. But um, this one night, uh, I come out of the hospital and uh, I walked into the village. It's a small village, and uh, and called a cab. And it's only like five minutes, like in a cab. And uh, and then as I got in the cab, before I shut the door, a dog jumped in the back with me. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, what's going on?" Like. Oh. And this dog just literally jumped on the back seat and then literally laid down with its head on my, my thigh and just looked at me and I was like, you're amazing. <laughs> I was like, this is the best find. And so I took him home. Really? And, uh, and I was still living at home with my parents at this point. And, uh, and just, I remember just like coming down, like my mum sort of being up and about and wake up the next morning with a hangover and then just kind of like, Oh fucking hell! Then looked down and there was just a dog sitting by the side of my bed looking at me, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot I found a dog last night." How is that your number five? That's incredible. So I was like, "Oh shit!" And like, I remember sort of coming downstairs. I was going like, "Oh, mum." She was like, "Whose dog's that?" And I was like, "I don't know." I thought like last night it got in the cab with me, so I thought we could keep it. She was like, "It's someone's dog, isn't it?" And I was like, "Yeah, no." And obviously nowadays you put it on Facebook and within five minutes, you know, someone would be coming and collecting. So I had to then go back to Allsit, go in like the little village oh. stores and go, does anyone know whose dog this is? And then like, yeah, this fella come out and he was like, oh, you got my dog? I was like, yeah. He went, oh, man, I've been worried about that. He got out last night, blah, blah. I went, he went, when did you find him? I said, oh, I don't know. I was just having a walk this morning through the village and saw him. So I was just like, he come home with me last night and had a little sleep on my bedroom floor. <laughs> He's a really nice what dog. It would have been even funnier if you woke up and the dog weren't there. You thought you uh, you imagined it. <laughs> and then uh, your dad said, Jeff, I had that dog put down this morning. Just look out the window. You, old man's just literally just propping a cup, the last sort of shovel of dirt into an hole. <laughs> Not keeping that. That is incredible. Um, my number five, um, a vibrator. So... Uh, <laughs> This is quite short and sweet. Um, I uh, uh, was dating a girl. I can't give you... The only clue I can give you is she once won the weakest link. <laughs> Which is like quite... A, like there's no way anyone's going to be able to make those connections. Um, she, uh, she's brilliant. Really, really like this girl. And um, it was our first night of, of passion back at hers. And um, I'd assumed like the, uh, the uh, being on top. And uh, just to, like reached my hand to get me, you know, to really get put you back into it. I'd grabbed hold of like I was slipping my hand under her pillow to grab hold of like the back of the uh, mattress. <laughs> and as I've done that, my hand's just gone around this absolutely whopping penis, <laughs> rather penis. Uh, hello. <laughs> And I just couldn't like. There's, there's one, there's one, there's one part of me that wanted to just pull that out and just like, just start laughing. And go, <laughs> what you here. pretended it weren't I, there? I just, I just couldn't do it to her because she was quite. Um, I think it would have been. I think it would have massively embarrassed her at that point. 
Um, so I just kind of like add a little chuckle to myself. <laughs> and, uh, and she didn't she didn't hear any of that and then just carried on. And then a couple of days later, we, we took, you know, I mentioned it and we had a laugh about it. But uh, just doing that, just being in the heat of the moment and, and, and just getting your hands on that was just, it's just too funny. And why, I, I don't know why you think that's unexpected. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You know, most most you know, many girls have got one of those, and um, you know, more power to them for you know for doing that. But it was just it was just at this this. It's like you know when Stuart Lee says that you know, this if you can't find a fart funny, there's something wrong yeah. with you. If you don't find a vibrator funny, there's something wrong with you as well. There's something absolutely. Co- Willies do look stupid. Of course, anyway. of course. And and in in that circumstance, when you're trying to be all like hot and passionate, and then you just find like something that's quite personal I, I didn't want to ruin the yep. moment and stuff like that i didn't say anything but inside i was i was absolutely cracking up uh i got a mate called oh, fuck me i'm not gonna say his name jeez i only said his name then um <clears throat> and he he's not with her anymore but uh but he was married to this woman and he did not particularly want to be having intercourse with her uh <laughs> but she seemed to want to have a lot of it uh <laughs> and so in a similar thing at the end of the bed, what he done uh, was basically when he would position himself in a very similar place to you, like kind of like on the edge of the bed, like grabbing hold of the edge of the bed, what he would then do is kind of shuffle forward and under the bed, he'd keep a copy of what synthesizer magazine and he would <laughs> pull that out and carry on going for it whilst over her shoulder re- oh. reading articles in what synthesizer magazine. <laughs> oh my God. You're not meant to be together at that point, are you? No, I think the passion's gone, really. <laughs> he's uh, he's married to a nice uh, synthesizer now, don't Yeah, he? yeah, so. yeah. He, he bought one of them robot dolls. <laughs> What's your number four, mate? Uh, number four. What have I got for number four? Let's have a look. Uh, oh, it's one that um, I found on someone else. And, uh, and so, yeah, well, it, basically, I'll, I'll give you a sort of an, an, out, sort of an outline of the story. Basically, most nights I spend at my club, at the end of the night, I'm standing on the front door and as people are leaving, obviously just kind of saying goodbye to people, sometimes giving them flyers, sometimes just keeping yeah. an eye on things and just, you know, making sure everybody gets out of the building safely and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then a lot of the time people will have a bottle in their hand or a pint and it's like, can't take that, go and put it over there, like finish your drink over there and then you can leave, you know, can't yeah. take it with you. But... I mean, you, you know, you, you, you've been in the club enough and you know that some people are very passionate about that. You've seen that basically we've made a, a you know a fair few quid out of selling bits of our sticky yeah. carpet recently. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, this one time, this this fella kind of got to the front door and a lot of the time you will generally, you have to be careful, they've got their coat on, sometimes they'll buy a couple of beers and have them in their pockets and it's like, no, so you just, you just get and it's like, or, or they're in their back pocket and if they've all got past, you just spot them and like whip them out of their He's like, come on, you know the score. Anyway, this fella was walking out looking very sheepish and had like a very thin jacket on that was had all kind of like weird shape, like protruding from it. And so he's kind of got to the door and I've sort of put my hand on his sort of chest and went, hang on a minute, mate, come on. And like, not in an aggressive way, like in, a, in a laughing way. It's like, you've obviously got something in in your yeah. coat. Come on. And he was like, what? And I went, mate, 
undo your jacket, what's in there? And he went, no, nothing. I was like, fucking bollocks, open your jacket. So he's undone his jacket, and there was a toilet seat. (laughs) (laughs) You've seen what them two... You've seen what the toilet seats in the the gents in the toothbrush at 3am look like. Yeah. Why was he nicking that? And he went, oh, bruv, I just wanted a bit of brush. And I was like, mate, <laughs> covered in about 500 people's piss and sick. And you've literally uh, unscrewed it with your bare hands oh, and then put God. it inside your coat. And he was like, oh, I'm a bard. I was like, no, mate. I mean, it's amazing. And I kind of love you a little bit, but you can't have that. And he was like, all right. And he went, where shall I put it? I like, literally went to hand it. I was like, mate, I don't want to hold it. Put it down there <laughs> on the floor. Like, but I'd have told you to go and fix it back on. But, yeah, so finding a toilet seat uh, on someone else oh, is my number four. Oh, mate, that is, that is cracking, man. Oh, that is unbelievable. We've had weird ones like that. We've, we found one once, like, end of the night, you sweep the club through. and walked across the dance floor. I looked down. And someone had obviously bought a little pen off of a little sawing, and in the middle of the dance floor, they'd cut out like a little, like one square inch of the dance floor. They'd cut oh, it out to take God. it home. Right. So, one of the bit of the dance floor. Bloody very strange. Yeah, very strange. But it's one of the things that I think, oh, that's really out of order. But then I just think it's really quite cool as well. <laughs> it's almost like the fact that, you know, like when something saturates, popular culture so much that you get to that point, mm. you know, that's a almost a nice problem. Yeah, to yeah, I guess so, I guess so. Go on, mate, what's your next one? Oh, that's bloody brilliant. Um, oh, mate, that's really made me laugh. I'm just going to go with just the, the, the uh, forest porn. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to put it out there. Um, for me, that was like uh, sifting for gold, really. Like, I, I can imagine that, you know, these people who always just, like, were just down some, like, canyon in America and they had that little tray and they're just washing, trying to wash out a bit of gold out of the water. I think when you're, when we were, like, younger and you're, like, 14 and, you you know, much like my uh, my previous person, uh, my number five, discovering her body, like, you know, you, you, you're figuring out all things and uh, and then there's that halo, you know, your mates have found it down the park and that. And you're always on the lookout for it. And um, I, I, that took a few years before I really struck gold and, 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 and found something on my paper round and was just like, it was just, I can't remember the name of it now. I really can't. Escort, Razzle, Penthouse, Playboy. It weren't one of the, uh, it certainly weren't a premium brand. Uh, oh, no, no, it's Reader's Wives. It was Reader's Wives. Because the, um, the, 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 the gold is when it's not kind of got spaff in it, isn't it? If a couple of them have got, like, <laughs> pages that are stuck together with someone yeah. else's spaff, it's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you're still going to I'm still coming home, home with me. You know, like, get, get your mum to give it, you know, wipe it down. Run it under a tab. It's good, it's good to go. But this copy was in a obviously just in a bush, strangled, you know, left there, and it had rain, been raining, and I was like, oh no! But it hadn't completely perished, defaced it, and completely perished. 
<laughs> so I dragged that that rice bag home, much like your cat will bring home you Dead know, mouse. a mouse it's killed. <laughs> Tried to scurry it upstairs. Wait, where you been at foraging? Have your paper outside. Got to go upstairs. Do you want any and, breakfast? Uh, no! <laughs> <laughs> just fucking leave me alone. Dried it out and was just so pleased with myself as well. And, it, you know, back then women were women, mate, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird is them women were probably younger than us. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Very likely. It's so true. Very, very likely. And, uh, you know, that was just the jackpot as a kid yeah. to sort of like under Because I don't think, like, Sex education at school is very good. I'm not saying that in this day and age, especially not with the internet, I don't think uh, you know that sort of thing's good for, for for kids' minds. To be honest with you, um, just because of how weird it's all mm. got. Um, but back then, it was just a, a woman making my sex education and that, at and school. That to me, was like, oh my god, like because you didn't see there was none of that at school. It's very clinical and just very like it, that that will go in here. But there was no pictures of naked people, so there was a fascination of what a woman would look like yeah. naked. You know? Yeah. So there you have it, mate. What did you say about your school? I think my sex education sort of started and stopped with someone in the playground game. Or oh, you got pubes? Yeah. Yes. So have I. And I was thinking, I ain't. Like, <laughs> I remember just thinking, oh, everyone's got pubes. I ain't. Oh, it's rub- it was rubbish. It was rubbish. Right. I don't even know where, how they formed. I think I woke up while they were there. I just have no idea. What's your number three, mate? Was Hang it- on. Yeah, it's your three. Uh, so I've done dog, Who done toilet seat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Three. Um, I found money. Uh, I mean, I would find, you know, the the, the the glass collectors at the club, when the lights come up mm. and everyone's at the club, they all do like a very excited kind of once around the, yeah. the club and they'll generally always find quite a lot of money. Like, yeah, you know, right. generally like kind of scrunched Oof. up fiver by the bar or like, or just yeah. random coins all over the place. Anyway, but it weren't yeah. that this this time. Like, my, you know, my, my money find was about... Four years ago, um, and I went to the uh, I went to the secret nuclear bunker. Oh, um, sweet! I mean, nobody knows where that is. No, um, it's it's uh, it's surprisingly well. It's very well signposted. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we're we're about sort of twenty minutes from where where Chris and I uh, grew up. Like, there's there's a, a there's a nuclear bunker. And it's a house in this forest where you walk into this front door of this house. Have you been there? And you walk through the front door of this house and then walk down a tunnel and there's like probably like a fucking half a square mile of really creepy kind of late 60s, yeah. early 70s kind of what's going to happen in the event of a nuclear war. It's really fucking mental yeah. thing to go to. Uh, very creepy. And they do a zombie uh, fucking shoot them up in there, which would be yeah. terrifying um uh, and so anyway we went in there and uh and and the thing was when when you get out so get as you coming back out there's like a little gift shop uh and like there's like a, like cups of tea and and cakes and and stuff like that but there's um what do they call it where you just uh leave a gesture um a something box uh, i can't remember what they call it yeah don't know yeah something like that there's a word for it i can't think but um 
but yeah, so there was like, a, you know, so leave whatever you want. Uh, for, and so, you know, we all had a cup of tea and a, and a Kit Kat or whatever it was and fucking chucked a couple of quid in this like donations thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just couldn't help but just think, could have had all that for nothing. And like, <laughs> and uh, because I was just thinking, no one's watching. Like, but obviously I'm not an arsehole. And uh, so I was like, right, there we go. Put that in there. And as I walked out of there, I was having that argument with myself. Could have just not paid that. Like, because there was like obviously two kids and 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 cow. It was like, you know, probably ten of in or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, so as I've walked out of the building, walking back to the car, I've seen a £20 note on the floor. And I was like, fucking hell, it's 20 quid. So I picked it up and I was like, I've just found 20 quid. And they were like, oh my God. And I went, and I literally. As I held it out to kind of like unroll it, I looked down and there was another one. And I was like, oh, my God, there's another one. And then there was like, I think there was about another two tenors. But like literally somebody had obviously just opened their wallet and money had yeah. fucking fallen out and it was just blowing around. So then I'm like rooting around this car park thinking how much more money's floating around in here. But yeah, it must have been about 50 or 60 quid. And like... And no. I just was driving home. I was thinking, would that have happened if I'd not paid for them cups of tea? Like, was that yeah. the payoff? Was that the, the yeah, karma. you're a good boy, you are. Yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it rain for you. Like, I thought I thought you was going to then go and put it in the donation box. Fuck off. I just put a tenner in there for some fucking milky tea and a shit Kit Kat. <laughs> it wasn't even a proper Kit Kat. It was something like fucking fingers with a Z, like some kind of like snide kind of like little version. <laughs> So I'll just a quick shout out. The only time I've wondered if this would make my top five, but then there's just too good of stories um, to, for it to come in there. But the only time I found really, I can recall really finding money was I uh, went to make a phone call to phone my mum to pick, get her to pick me up from the train station when I was at Cooper's and um, went in the phone box and uh, there was a wallet there. And I, again, I was about 14 and I thought, fucking hell, what's going on? Oh, there's a wallet here. I opened it, it's 25 quid in there. I thought, back then, that was a lot of money. And I was like, oh my God, I can buy Resident Evil 2 with this. And then I looked, that's the first thing I looked at the cash. Second thing I looked at was the fucking uh, ID, and it was me mates from school, and I was just like, oh, Oh, really? Uh, See, if I yeah, thought it was like was someone that was so like, gutted. if it would have been like just, I don't know, like a picture of like... You know, some young mum in a photo of a of a baby or something. I probably would have just thought, oh no. But if it was like one of my, you know, someone I knew that was a bit of a cunt, I'd just be like, hey, I'm having that. Like, I won't have these cars, but I'm having the cash. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. No, it was. Uh, no, she she was good. She was a good mate, and I was just like, oh, for fuck's mm. sake. So yeah, she got a she got a good phone yeah. call. She only went uh, and spent it <laughs> went and spent it on a vibrator. <laughs> Yeah, didn't sniff at that bloody uh, £25, I tell you. Uh, yeah, so anyway, my number uh, three. I found my... With my my dad, this is so weird. I found his gravestone. This is so strange, right? I was about... I'd say about 13, 12, 13. I don't know why these are all coming from my early teens, these things. I guess because things are more exciting then. And we were at 
we were near. Where's the prison down? I think it's Dartmoor prison. That's that's basically on a massive moor down in the southwest. Mm. Is it Dartmoor? Might be Dartmoor. No, it's on a moor. No, it's on a moor. I, oh, I reckon don't... it. Yeah, I, I'd have really a, I'd have rude. a guess at Dartmoor. You're rude. Yeah. Very rude. And we'd gone on this massive trek, me, my mum, and my dad across the moors, and it was a really cool day. And it's funny because I saw the pictures the other day. And what I can't understand is, I'm sure we took a picture of the stone, but I can't, I can't find it. Um, but we were rambling, and then we just saw this sort of like this little knoll, this little mud mm. hill. And there's always giant, there's always rocks and bits of like you know, art, like rock that's been there for tens mm. of thousands of years. And 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 drilled in. So one of the uh, this this mound of mud, and there was this like huge, not you know, single seat aside sofa, like lump of rock, like just in the ground, and drilled in on a, on an old metal plaque was here lies W. Glasson, and I can't remember what the years was and stuff like that, and we were just like. Well, that's the weirdest thing. How mad is that? Stumbling across that. And just and your name on a gravestone. Things. That's fucking yeah, terrifying. Yeah, it was my dad's name on the gravestone. And we were just like, well, and I'm sure they took a snap of that. But when I found the photos the other day, I was desperately looking through it. And I can't find one. I can't find the picture. It's not to say it isn't in one of our photo mm. collections. But yeah, it was absolutely just the weirdest thing. Yeah. That's it. I just remembered that and just thought, that's some spooky yeah. shit. It's getting near Halloween. So how about that? How's your luck when my dad found his gravestone? That's not that much fun. Yeah, just on the moors as well. Dartmoor, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, my number two is, um, again, uh, I was, uh, I mean, I, I didn't pull you up on the fact that you used the word rambling, which, I mean, have you ever said that until you've just turned 40? Don't say you went rambling. That's such an elderly thing to say. Had a nice ramble. Yeah, uh, walking. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, so I was uh, over the dipping, which is, um, do you know the dipping? So the dipping is like if no. you go from the college to the Oaks. Is this this little park that you used to yeah. walk through? Yeah. Right, so, yeah. Uh, so I used to walk through the, the, the dipping on my way home from school. And, uh, and so this is like probably first year senior so I've, you know got a big school and and this is at the height of the casual scene where everything had to have a label you know and it was it was new you yeah. know everything had to be Fila, Tashini, Nike yeah. and like you know this was like you know Nike wasn't just a just go-to streetwear it was like Nike was new and it was just like mm. oh mate he's got like a Nike windrunner it was like you know super cool yeah yeah. And uh, and I remember like walking through the dipping, and there was just like all of this like sort of, sort of holly type stuff along this wall, and in it was like just this kind of black, like old school type, look like sort of old jumper, and I don't know why I just went and pulled it out, mm. and I pulled it out. You dick or the jumper? Yeah, sorry. Uh, and it, it was like it wasn't a jumper. It was like a, a, a kind of like, sort of like a football sort of thing that like someone that, that might wear to football training. It was like a kind of weird type, sort of knackered, ripped, torn, covered in like mud. But it was Adidas, and it had an Adidas badge on it. And I was like, 
amazing. So I remember going home with that jumper and then sitting there and asking my mum to show me how to unstitch the badge from the, the jacket, like the top. And then I got my nan to stitch it on a white T-shirt. So I had, nice. I, had an, I had like a fucking really shit T-shirt, but it had like a kind of, and it couldn't have looked good, but I had an Adidas badge <laughs> on it. And it was like one of the first things I've read that had like had a kind of label on it. Nice and I'd literally found it in a park where you normally go foraging for porn. I found, uh, I found a casual top. And uh, I remember like going out one night, people were like, oh, mate, you Adidas T-shirt. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, and no. it was just... Because they're not going to let you... Once you've got that, they're not going to doubt you so much they're going to want to see the back well, of the T-shirt. Well, they right? would. And that didn't happen, thankfully. But what we used to shout at each other was because there was so much snide gear going around then, because mm. everybody was now doing knockoffs, you'd shout Imo <laughs> for imitation. And uh, and so if somebody had something like the really bad feeler jacket my mum got me, like yeah. everyone would be like, Imo! And it was like, oh, how embarrassing having Imo shout at you because you've got a snide jacket. And it was always the kind of like the the jocks that would have like a brand new white Sergio Tashini tracksuit top and you just think, oh, you spoiled pricks. You know, and I literally had a T-shirt with a, Dirty old Adidas badge. Oh, that's cute. Very Stitch cute. To it. I, what, one of mine that got muscled out was, uh, the first one I thought of was, I bought, uh, this was when bomber jackets and shot jackets and all that stuff was all the rage and people were paying like three, 300 quid for a jacket, which is insane at 18. And um, and I bought a Teddy Smith one and I really wanted to get a unique one that looked really good that no one else had. And it took me ages to find this jacket. And it had obviously the tear off badge with Teddy Smith New York on it. And one day walking to work, I just found that very same badge just on the floor on my walk to the uh, at Sabre Centre. I couldn't believe my luck that it was the same badge, mint condition. So I had a double up badge. Sweet. And I just thought, what are the absolute chances of that? But it isn't as good as my number two. Right, well, two. before we get to your number two, number two is uh, prevalent to, uh, to to a little addendum to that story of finding clothing. Uh, Big Papa yeah. Jay <laughs> was driving through Pitsy with, um, with our friend Sean. Uh, and they and they drove like along, and Sean sort of looked out the window um, in Pitsy and went, "Just there's an Adidas like tracksuit top in the road. Like I'm having that." He went, "Go round the one way system, come back round." And he went, "Slow down. I'll lean out the door <laughs> and pick right. it up." Yeah, nice. So yeah. he's turned round and like, and then just to slow down, Sean's undone the door, leant out, grabbed this jacket. And like you would just open it up to look at it, and it's yeah. just full of dog shit. It's <laughs> 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 just goes, yeah, oh, oh, and it was just like in Justin's car. They're like, I've been always trying to throw this fucking shit out of jacket out the door. <laughs> oh, that is rough, man. I'd love to know the story behind that. Someone jacket. had a bad <laughs> night, didn't they? <laughs> that is, yeah, that is a bad, that is an awful day. That is for that yeah. person. Oh, Number two, Glassham. At the time, I found 19 snakes. Oh, okay. Um, I wanted to be a herpetologist when I was younger. A herpetologist, I'm pretty certain, is someone who studies snakes. I had a book on snakes. Oh, just say Indiana Jones, Chris. Fucking (laughs) hell. No, he hated snakes. That's where you're getting it wrong. 
And I, I knew loads about snakes. Like, and you know, you didn't have the internet. Your mum would buy you a book, and then you'd read that book ninety times. And so it was all about different types of snakes. And I knew like about, I must have known about 50, 60 types of snakes, I guess. And I loved it. And eventually, come about 10 or 11, my mum and dad said, let's buy him a snake. And the first snake I ever had was a Californian water snake. And it looked like a viper. It looked like an absolute badass. Named it George. And... Dad built me a snake, uh, a proper tank for it, okay? Big tank. Dad was very handy. And it was absolutely epic, you know? And I'd feed, I could feed George, like, white bait. And he would sort of, like, hover out of the fucking tank and snap out and take it out of my hand. It was like, it was just something else. It was just so cool. And this is such a, this is like, this is, you just can't get any stranger than this. It's a bit like the the, the gravestone and stuff like that. It's these weird things that happen that, they, I basically came home one day from school and looked into George's tank and I thought I saw an egg. I went, that looks like an egg. This, this is God's honest. There's no, there's no bullshit, right? So I open up George's cage, put my hand in, and he bite. No, he doesn't bite off. Put my hand in and um, I grabbed what I thought was the egg, right? And it's not an egg. It's just a part of st- like one of the rocks that we had in there, right? It was just a perfect bit of stone, you know, that was almost shaped like a cracked egg. It was definitely not an egg. It, had, it didn't have the. It wasn't weak. It was. It was. It was full as well. It wasn't hollow. It just from the surface and the angle looked like an egg. I thought that's weird. And how coincidental is this? I look in the corner of George's cage, and there's a baby snake. So my attention was brought to the cage. You only have one snake. Because of what? One snake. You fuck your snake. Maybe. But that's a story for another time. And 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 so we'd only had George. Literally, I'd say we'd had George. I can't, I can't remember now. I honestly, I don't want to lie. I, I, it wasn't long. Basically, I don't know what the incubation period of a fucking Californian water snake is, but we hadn't had George long. I'm going to say a couple of weeks. I, I could be wrong. But what what are the chances that I look in his cage, uh, look in his tank, and see a rock that I think is an egg, and go, George might be a Georgina. Put my hand in, realise it's rock, and go, oh, I was being silly there, and then see a baby snake. I don't know, like the the, the coincidence of that is just mad. And anyway, I realise that there's this baby snake. It's about the length of my give or take about the length of my finger, and um. I realised that how Dad had made the tank, he drilled, obviously, air holes in it. front was massive glass, and then he drilled air holes all along the side of it, right? The, the, and that baby snake easily fit, could easily fit through it, right? And I was thinking, what happens if there's another snake? How many did they give birth to? And I look around my room, and in the corner, there's a baby snake. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me, mate. So I start searching the house, my mum and dad's house, well, you know, a three-bed house, and I find a total of 19 snakes in their house. Like, and, and to the point where how I'm catching these snakes, right, it's very easy, but again, what a mad thing to be doing. I was putting my hand 
under things, like sofas, and pulling my hand out, and I'd have a baby snake bitten, biting my finger, dangling off the end of my finger. And I just think that's absolutely flipping nuts that that, that thing happened. That's happened. terrifying like, and all, fucking horrible. Of all the, of all the thing, weird things that I've done, I do think, how on earth did I get myself in that situation? And um, I'm talking back to the, uh, the, the um, Wiltons, which was a zoo down in Pitsy, and they took all the snakes off our hand because we were like, what are we going to do with these? Every single one died. Because I'd go back every week and they're like, no, another three have died. And I'd just be like, hmm. And, um, and then a year, about uh, about another eight months later, one of my favourite little cubby holes in my mum and dad's house is under the stairs. I went under the stairs and found one of the little baby snakes and it had fossilised. It had gone completely hard, obviously one I'd missed. And uh, I took that into... Uh, I was still at junior school, so I couldn't have even been, like, uh, 12. And um, I accidentally... When I left, I forgot to pick up my baby snake. So I wonder if Lee Chapel's school have still got that fossilised little baby snake in probably, like, some cabinet somewhere. But there you go, the time I found 19 That's snakes. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it was crazy. Just had them all in a box. It weren't 19, I think it was 16. I mean, one's terrifying, like... No, no, honestly, it was loads. It was not, I'm not talking even 10. Well above 10. God. I, Closer to 20. I, yeah. I, I could not, I'd have to move out. I just think, is there other ones there that I'm going to stumble across in eight months that ain't fossilised, that have been like, that's grown? Oh, fucking terrifying. Brilliant. Great times. What's your number one then? Uh, walking home from college, 16, and uh, walked past the ball pub. Uh, to get onto the housing estate I lived on, uh, cut across a little bit of grass, looked down. Oh, what's this? Photograph. Pick it up. <laughs> Somebody had took a, a photograph of their uh, their lady friend. Um, no. With a with a big eighties tits out, and she was like no. literally standing there holding both her knockers in her hand. Uh, in a little pair of knickers, and uh, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is not Forrest." You have literally this. That is no. Like, that is the. Um, that's beyond. Yeah, that's that, but I, that's I opened Forrest. the ark, Chris. I opened art. the ark, like you did. and and that what was and that's what was in it. And I remember just thinking, Whoop. "I need to get. <laughs> I need to get home sharpish." <laughs> <laughs> and like. I remember, like, just, again, just kind of getting doors, and they were like, oh, I was like, yeah, how was your day? Fine. Like, just like, <laughs> upstairs, just like, <clears throat> just like, right, we're going to have some alone time, mysterious lady with 80s tits. Uh, Can you imagine that? And, like, it was an actual photo, and, and I remember at the time I had, uh, I can't think what the board game was, but I had, like, you know, as a, as a young lad, you always got, like, board games and shit in you and like yeah. and I remember I used to take the actual like oh, and then take yeah. the casing out and then put yeah. that picture underneath the casing like all the plastic in a casing yeah. and like oh my god where did that well, here we go though where did that a bit like the shitty Adidas top where did that photo store I don't end? know because at some point you might have forgotten about that Sold that board game at a jump, Oh, I guarantee that, that 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 made its way to um, a charity shop, and 
And a kid yeah. would be like kids are curious because yeah. that comes into my number one. Kids have got spare time yeah. on their hands, and they don't just look at a yeah. box. They shake it and do all sorts yeah. of things with boxes. I, uh, Some other kid probably found that. I named her. <laughs> <laughs> I called her Tina. <laughs> Tina. She looked like a Tina. Oh, uh, I mean the stuff that the the, the, the scenarios that 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 went through my mind with me and Tina. And Tina. I mean, yeah, she man. was oh. very very rude, very oh, rude. Tina. Tina, where's Tina? Oh man! Well, these days kids wouldn't even bat nah. them They'd be like, it wouldn't be if they walked past that in the park. It wouldn't be worth their time to bend over and no, pick it up. No, don't know they're born, mate. Don't know they're born. They don't know. They don't. The thing, the problem with kids these days, they don't know no. they're born, mate. That's the thing. They don't know they're born. Don't I know love Tina. Um, what's your number one? You broke my. It involves the death of my granddad. Two two deaths. Um, sorry, Tina. Um, so basically, this is when um my uh, granddad passed, and we had his fucking wife. hell, Chris. Keep it uh, light, mate. And um. It was like it was. It was a great wake and stuff like that. And uh, he had a VW camper van. I might have told this story before. I, f- I suspect I have actually, but it is just so incredible. And um, how cool is that? A granddad that had a camper. Oh mate, it, like you know, and this was a proper one. I remember him taking us on trips on that, you know, and uh, it was just incredible. And I was a bit drunk and teary, and I wanted just uh, some time to sort of like. Uh, reminisce about my granddad and the good times. So everyone was in the house and that, but no one was in the garage. I'd snuck out there. I was about 18. I snuck out there and uh, got in his camper van and carried on drinking whatever I was drinking and that and had a few tears and stuff. And I was sat in his driving seat of the camper van. And it had already been like, dope. like my car, one of my cousins got hold of this camper van, Billy. Um, it had been sort of left to him because my granddad didn't really love me, and um, just 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 messing. It's understandable though. And I was sat there, and um, I was playing around with it, and and it had this. It's got a big VW sign on the middle of the steering wheel, and um, I was I was messing around, and I noticed that the little sign. I don't like the okay. You say like kids. I said kids have got more time to be doing things, but. I don't know why I was fiddling with mm. it, but the hot the the, the the VW cap moved a little bit, and I went, "Oh, what? What's going on here?" I started to un like, why would I start doing that? I don't know, but I started to unscrew it, and um, it came off. The the the, the cap of the, the the steering wheel came off. And underneath I'm, the I'm cap, glad it went beyond that. I, I really thought if that was it, and then I found that it come off. I thought if that's your number one, that's really poor. Underneath this cap, right, is just a little bit of paper folded up. And this bit of paper is yellow and it is old. Like it's got to be as old, you know, it's got to be. I, I don't know what, when, when that camper van was made, like mid, early 80s. I don't know, right? And and I'm like, what is this? And I start unfolding it. I was like, it's a message from my granddad. So like, it, it felt really amazing because it was like I'm, I was getting in touch with my granddad in ways that everyone else in the lounge wasn't really getting the opportunity to. 
And I thought, I wonder what's going to be on here, you know. Little like, uh, a little like, almost like a little private message and will just to me. And uh, finally unfolded it and then uh, and there was just two words on this bit of paper. Nosy sod. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. If they're going to be your last in... The last words you get from your granddad, that's fucking great. <laughs> oh, who thinks of doing stuff like that? I love shit like that. But, that's got to be one of the best jokes of all oh, time. Oh, it's amazing. To do that. And, and, and what was the payoff on that? How many years? Yeah. Like, maybe someone else yeah. had discovered it. Maybe not. The joke on that, you're dead. And then the joke pays off on your yeah. wake. And like, I, I, as I say, that that bit of paper would have had to have been in there twenty years by yeah. that point, I reckon. And um, I didn't tell anyone. Didn't tell anyone because I thought you can't ruin that sort of joke. Just wrap, folded it back up, put it back on, did the hoover, and who knows? Probably, probably no one found that yeah. again. Maybe no one found Tina again. You know, but they're out there. Those finds, those absolutely no, those multi-million-pound priceless finds, they're out there. Before um, we moved. Uh, from our, our first house to our second house, we re-wallpapered to sell the house, like re-wallpapered re, re the living room. Um, before <laughs> I papered it, I wrote loads of like fucking weird messages like, uh, please help me, uh, I've been locked in this house for years, blah, 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 and then just papered over it. And I like to think that one day someone's going to, Kind of strip that wallpaper off and go. Yeah. Holy shit! What went down here? Yeah. Like. Yeah, absolutely. That's brilliant, man. Yeah. All right. Well, look. I guess we're uh, uh, we're, we're at the fifty-minute mark now. So it's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I think we're, we're we're done, mate. So we'll be back on Wednesday on Patreon um, for yes. top five things about um, being forty. And Chosen by Ellie Fema. Well, top five things about getting older. I think okay. It was, was okay. Thing. That's what. That's what I've prepped. And um, we should say that Ellie uh, Big thanks to all our new patrons. You've had a nice boom again in in, yep. in patrons. And yep. and yes, yes every yes. little kind of bit of this Patreon, uh, you know, help really does help, and it's uh, it's much appreciated because uh, you know, as as you well know, this is uh, this is a labour of love, and uh, yeah, you know, and so that's why we always thank. Uh, our sponsors that contribute and uh, and yeah and if you want to get another episode each week and some radio shows and stuff and some video episodes then uh, go and uh, sign up to patreon and uh, join the gang it's a nice little community over there chris and i want to tell you all about our patreon page it won't take long but we think you're going to want to hear it because you're missing out quite frankly Massively. all the more risque stuff that we sometimes think oh can we get away with that uh, we put it on our Patreon pages, and there's over 150 episodes uh, for our $10 subscribers. Absolutely. So for well, whatever that works out in UK pounds, what's that, about £7.50 a month? Yeah, for, for the price of a bag of chips, uh, for a Savoy and chips, you can actually have us in your ears four times extra a month. That's four episodes minimum that we put out um, exclusively for Patreons, plus... Um, there's loads of we video most of our episodes now and the videos you can watch all of the podcasts now over on patreon as well um we put up loads of other unique content over there yeah don't there's we? there's there's pictures there it's basically our version of our only fans account isn't it basically so you, you exactly. get the sort of pictures on there of, of the behind the scenes of stew tucking into a pot noodle basically sort of stuff you that shouldn't be available to the public 
No one needs to see that. But that's all. We just thought we'd give you a quick heads up that if you're enjoying these podcasts, then be aware for like £7.50, you can go and listen to over 150 exclusive episodes. And there's some great ones over there with previous guests as well. Um, loads of names that you're going to recognise if you've been listening to, to the, 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 the weekly podcast we put out. And yeah, and also, if you are a subscriber, we're more than likely to do one of your top fives if you recommend it because we prioritise the patrons first, don't we, as well? Absolutely, yeah. So we, we try and sort of do as many top fives suggested by you lot as well. So, uh, yeah, head over to Patreon. Where can they find out about it, Chris? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing. Easy peasy. And you can watch an intro video there as well of us in jacuzzis and doing sexy stuff. With Gal Porter. With Gal Porter. Not doing sexy stuff with Gal Porter. Can I just clear, clear that up? Gal, <laughs> not trying to drag your name through the mud. <laughs> and Scroobius Pip. Yeah. All right. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash hardcore listing. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 